Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hour number two to get right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What up, though? Larry D. Flores, hold it down for you here. And you turn it on, leave it on stage. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey. And the Odyssey app, the text line, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. If you want to get in on the conversation, we're with you until 11 o'clock tonight here on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers at Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Attitude. if you want to get at us on Twitter. Max Serzer got it done today in his first start as a Texas Ranger. We'll recap how the Rangers were able to get it done here in just a moment. Before we get to that... Uh, got a little bit of an announcement here on 105.3 The Fan. We got some questions. Uh, Uh-oh. Someone said, is somebody leaving on the Twitch? That's what they asked. Uh, um, no. Okay. Um, that's the only one, actually. Okay. Uh, was that Swaggy Booties or somebody? Who was that? Uh, that was Twello, Justin. Okay. All also, right. Ruben Portillo. I don't know if you've heard this gentleman. He oh, said yeah, I've hi. heard that. He said hi on, uh, on YouTube. Tell him to go catch some sleep out there in California while he at it. Since, you know, he likes sleeping on the job these days. Hey, look, <laughs> it's early when they be out there. Uh, it is. You, you, I mean, you heard that they was, uh, Cowboys PR was having to get on them for being out there that and It was early. like too loud, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Which, to be fair. Hey, if, y'all keep it down. These players try to sleep, damn it. If you outside my room <laughs> and you talking at all, I don't, I'm not, I'm not talking about loud. If you talking at <laughs> Period. all. Period. I'm going to have to, hey. Hey, shut your ass up. I'm trying to do this. Hey, try to. You know people sleep right now, right? right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's, that's very interesting. That's very true. Uh, but yeah, they get started. The morning show out there begins at three thirty local, three thirty a.m. local time in California. Just right when you're hitting, right when you're hitting Woo! good sleep. You know that good that sleep, good rim. Yeah, you're just like yikes. Where the drool start coming out? <laughs> just right then. Wow, is that is that what happens to you? I mean, it sounds like it. Time All to right. time. Twitch.tv/slash Dallas Fan Cam and on YouTube as well. Search 105 through the fan on YouTube if you want your chance. To be a part, I like what you're doing there, Larry. See what you're doing. If you want to be a part of 1053 The Fan, your time is now, John Cena, because Fan Phenom is back. What? After four years. Has it been four years? It's already? been four. Trust me, I know. <laughs> it's been four years. Wait, Kevin Gray Jr. That's right. Why do you know? Because back in 2019. I was a participant in Fan Phenom. I was one of three finalists, although I did not win did that Did you hang version. a finalist banner? Like, you remember how the Colts? Hell no. The- Hell no. <laughs> AFC nope. championship finalist. Fan Phenom <laughs> finalist. I did not have that banner in my house. I did not. 
Um, but shout out to, first of all, the first winner uh, was Josh Dak. Yes. Second winner back in 2019, our man Sterling Daniels. Shout out to my man Sterling. Um, and now you have a chance to join 105 through the fan beginning. Probably take my job if we're being honest. Hell no. Uh, let me give you a warning real quick. What is that? Whomever wins this contest, I say this respectfully to you, whomever you are. Oh, I don't like the tenor of this. <laughs> you about to say something reckless, aren't you? Not reckless, but just a warning. Sounds like reckless. You can't have this one right here. <laughs> I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to help you, bro. But let me tell you something. Can't have this one. Because guess what? I got to outlast you. Not because you're not going to be talented. Not because you're not going to be gifted. I have to. Okay? But I want you to become my teammate. I want you to become Reg's teammate. Even Larry wants you to become his teammate. Actually, you, Larry looked kind of indifferent. He He's excited about it. He's, okay. he's just a little sleepy. That's all. Um, Thursday, August the 10th, you have a chance to become part of 105 Through the Fan. Beginning Thursday, August the 10th, beginning after a, our G-Bag live broadcast at Hurtado Barbecue, uh, 205 East Front Street in Arlington. You'll have a chance to participate and, of course, audition to join our 105 Through the Fan family. We're going to have not one, not two, not three, but four audition locations this year. Thursday, August 10th. Thursday, August 17th. Thursday, August the 24th. Yours truly will be at that particular location, which is Twin Peaks in Louisville. I'll give you the other location here in just a moment. And then on Thursday, August 31st. Now, all of these uh, auditions will occur after uh, G-Bag Nation which will be live on location. So Thursday, August 10th, G-Bag will be live at Hurtado Barbecue at 205 East Front Street in Arlington on August 17th. G-Bag will be live at Fat Daddy's Sports and Spirits Cafe, 781 West Debbie Lane in Mansfield. Thursday, August 24th at Twin Peaks in Louisville. That is 2601 South Simmons Freeway. And then on Thursday, August 31st at Fat Daddy Sports and Spirits Cafe. Again, 781 West Debbie Lane in Mansfield. Many of you, of course, are our turn it on, leave it on teammates, ask how they can join. KG, that's not what they say. They be listening sometimes and be like, man, I could do better than this. That is what a lot of them sure play. They say, it's like, hey, man, I could do better than that KG dude. The hell is Reggie Definitely talking could about? do better than that Reggie dude. No, I'm yeah, what, what is he talking about? Let me. Let me um, and look, even if you don't want to audition, you can co- come see the G Bag Nation, uh, of course. Anytime that you want to for these locations. But yes, you have now your opportunity to become our teammate here at 105 through the fan. Fan Phenom is back 2023. Uh, you can find all the details at 105 through the fan.com. Uh, we'll be promoting this, of course, leading up to the contest and every week after that. Don't so, say we didn't give you enough fair warning. Exactly. Go ahead and take that, take that night off if you need to. Yeah, in fact, take- somebody somebody texted in and said. What if we already have a day job? Well, I mean, try anyways. Well, you better come in there and try to get it done at that nighttime. You um, know? A little bit later on, I'll give you a little bit of story of how, you know. Oh, is that going to be the gray area? That's going to be the gray area. Oh, okay. Uh, a little bit later on, a little story time with Kev uh, about how this came to be and why, no matter what, take your shot. Shoot your shot. And try to become a part of 105.3 The Fan Again. Yeah, unfortunately, you do have to come in office. This is not a, this is not remote work. 
<laughs> no, this is definitely on. That was a question. That's definitely on I location. Support, I support remote work whenever possible. Pandemic's over. Uh, pandemic's over. Wow, that's that's nasty work by you. Uh, um, <laughs> don't ask me how to pay. You're going to make me say something that I'm not supposed to say on air. All um, right. All right. What I am supposed to say on air, Larry, is that Max Scherzer. Woo! He was Scherzer in M-I-Z, the day, boy. baby. That's right. The one, two. Swing and a miss. Cutter down and in. Gets the chase from Sheets. Scherzer struck out three straight going back to the fifth, and he's got nine strikeouts. Max Scherzer today, six innings and a quality start, nine strikeouts, a shaky first inning. Where One he- strikeout short of his uh, career high, I believe, in a, in a, in a game, 10? Or season high this year. Season high, sorry. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, that sounds wrong, but anyways. No. Uh, today, though, Max Scherzer. See, you can come for my job. I'll be saying stuff like that all the time. <laughs> you can have Reggie's job, not mine. <laughs> no, I'm just telling I love my partner. He needs to stay. He's got to stay. Uh, five to three, the good guys get the clean sweep of the Chicago White Sox. By the way, Rez, the White Sox scored one, two, three, four runs total yes. in this three-game series. That is because Andrew Heaney, game one, 11 strikeouts. Game number two, Dane Dunning. Oh, that's right. 11 strikeouts for the Texas Rangers. Max Serzer, fantastic today uh, as he was able to get out of the first inning and then through five shutout innings after that. He gave up a bases loaded walk, a two-run single, was able to settle down, and now the Rangers move to 63-46 and 46 on the year, 37-20 and 20 at Globe Life Field, maintaining their first-place lead in the AL West. Max Serzer. Welcome to Texas. So this is the thing, though. I was happening to, and yes, you know, Mad Max has had 20 strikeouts in a game once. Yes. I I realized as soon as I said it, that sounded stupid. But, you know, can't take it back once you do that. Um, David Adler of MLB.com wrote a very interesting piece entitled How Scherzer Can Dominate in Texas Ahead of This Start. And I was reading this minutes before first pitch, quite literally. I was just like, oh, this is an interesting piece. And he, he um, you know, uses some, you know, some of Max Scherzer's quotes from earlier in the season because obviously we've seen Max Scherzer throughout the season and he's not been peak Mad Max. He hasn't been 20 strikeouts in a game, Mad Max. And the two things that he talked about was his, you know, trying to keep his slider sharp, quote, uh, every time I was throwing my slider, it was hanging. I can't, I, I can't believe I was hanging that many sliders in all those situations. Um, that was Max Scherzer talking about June 13th, giving up six runs and two home runs um, in uh, against the Yankees. There's that. There's also um, the, the idea of, as I try and find it, attacking with his fastball in put-away situations, right? Making sure that, you know, late in situations, once you've gotten, once you've gotten the two, two uh, strikes, attacking with the fastball in the zone to try and get that put-away. And in that first inning, you saw both of those things show up in a big way and not to the positive, right? This is the way that uh, the White Sox ended up with three runs in the first frame. Max Scherzer's slider was not looking the way it needed to. In fact, I was talking to Mike Bassick on the phone. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's played professional baseball. I've heard that somewhere. Former Texas Ranger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did did another thing that we don't have to talk about. Yeah. But one thing when when the pitcher is throwing, there's, you know, you especially with like breaking balls, particularly like a slider, you want that pitch to look like, you know, you you want it to be undecipherable until the last time possible, mm-hmm, right? He talked mm-hmm. about three frames uh, where you need to see it. Out of the hand, about halfway through, and right, you know, coming across the plate. 
and you want, you know, if it's a slider, you want it to look fastball, fastball, and then slider at the very end. You want it to break when there's not enough time to adjust and get to it. And it seems like for sure, especially when you're talking about hanging, that ball had been looping to where maybe out of the hand or maybe midway, you could see that, oh, that's a slider and you can get on it. Mm-hmm. Scherzer had been trying to make sure that, you know, there was less, keeping it tight, less like break on his slider, but keeping it, you know, keeping it tight where you had that motion late. And it seemed like, you know, he was in trying to fix that. And in his last couple of starts before, you know, with the Mets, before he got to Texas, he had, you know, done some adjusting to kind of keep that tighter. And it seems like in trying to do that, he was throwing the ball low. There was a lot of sliders down out of the zone, sometimes hidden in the dirt. And so it seemed like that inconsistency and then also not being able to find the outside edge of the plate where he seemed to be trying to throw the uh, his fastballs and also some of those sliders, maybe like backdoor sliders, you could see that he was getting into trouble. And that was what was happening in the first inning. The good thing is that you saw him kind of settle in as the mm-hmm. as the start went along and hopefully being back with Mike Maddox right that's that's a big thing that we all talk about is his capabilities as a pitching coach and helping his pitchers out um I know our friend Derek Holland talks glowingly about Mike Maddox as all uh, tons of other people do hopefully those things can all help um you know Max Scherzer maybe not even find himself as like peak Max Scherzer but also maybe just like hone himself back into the best version of himself right now and that's all you can really ask because the best version of Max Scherzer in 2023 can still be a very very good pitcher especially when you talk about Corey Seager back in the lineup and the capabilities of this lineup again runs on the board after Scherzer threw 37 pitches in a three-run first inning was able to settle down throwing five shutout innings he was able to get a lot of help from this offense who picked him up today started with cut number 13 little Garve sauce at Globe Life Field mm. today when he's the catcher, he's over 1,000, 1,072. And here, a drive, deep left field, just fill the bill. Mitch Garver into the second deck. Mitch Garver clobbers that 3-2 offering from Tukey Toussaint up into the second deck above the Chicago bullpen. He ties this game at three. The Rangers weren't done as Marcus Simeon was able to give the Texas Rangers a lead that they would not look back from. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Simeon hits one high and deep to left. Benintendi watches it fly out of the yard. Marcus Simeon with a monstrous shot down the left field line for his 17th home run of the year to give the Rangers a 4-3 lead. Aroldis Chapman was able to do his thing in the 8th. Will Smith shut it down in the ninth. The Rangers now have a chance to continue what was a, yeah. a series win that they needed, a clean sweep that they needed over a bad White Sox team Max Scherzer putting the cap on that today with his nine strikeouts and getting picked up by his offense today. Yep, and I mean, he Scherzer gave you six innings, and I think that's going to be crucial. Like, st- stabilizing this rotation ho- hopefully gives you quality starts that can lessen the amount of work that you're putting on your bullpen and hopefully allow, you know, the likes of Spores and Chapman and Will Smith and, you know, these guys to not have as much work to have to do in uh, in relief in these situations. Uh, that's, you know, the positive of it. He ended up getting going six. One of the negatives of it, this is the first time the Scherzer allowed at least six hits through the first two innings of a game since July 21st, 2017. He had seven hits 
uh, in the first two innings of this one. Obviously, we said he stabilized it, but like if if you're inclined to go, ooh, this could go bad, that's what you look at. But I think also you look at the way that he stabilized it, and hopefully, like I said, with Mike Maddox here, it'll kind of help you settle down. But you have that. You get to look at a new addition tomorrow as well as uh, Jordan Montgomery will be on the mound for your Texas Rangers, and hopefully we get to see the the, the newly constructed or the newly iterated Texas Rangers rotation be uh, back to solid as opposed to like the last few weeks where we've seen it be a little inconsistent. Rangers beginning a three-game series with the Miami Marlins starting tomorrow. First pitch at 7.05 at Globe Life Field. They host the Marlins for three games before they begin a West Coast road trip where they go to Oakland for three and then San Francisco for three games. The Rangers have a chance to continue to build. I mean, the Miami Marlins have been a good team this year, surprisingly good team this year. I know your boy Jazz Chisholm going to be at the ballpark. I'm sure you're looking forward to watching him play this weekend too. Very much looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I got to get him up off the aisle of my uh, my fantasy team. Oh, no. Again, nobody cares about your fantasy team. Um, <laughs> allow me to tease forward. Tomorrow, I was, like I said, I was talking to Mike Bassick. Mike Bassick is going to tell you you know, more on what I was talking about with that you know, mm-hmm. pitching with Mike Scherzer with, with the mechanics. He's going to be able to explain it a lot better than I can, so make sure you tune into the KNC Masterpiece tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on The Fan. Uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, is called a tease. That's one thing you're going to have to learn if you join The Fan. Okay. But you can get it. Like it's it's not the most difficult thing in the world. But you did it so professionally and so good there. It was, right. it was good. Thank you. It was very good. Uh Rangers get it done today. Good guys. Clean sweep of the Chicago White Sox at Globe Life Field. They welcome in the Marlins for a three-game series beginning tomorrow on the Louisiana Hot Sauce Rangers Radio Network here on 1053. The fan is to get right. Reggie KG here on your home with the Cowboys and Texas Rangers coming up next. Reg continued his Cowboys rewatch from 2022, and it concluded the Lions. And those Chicago Bears, what he learned from those games, we'll talk about it next on 105 Through the Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's the get right. Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reggie Latatula, Larry D. Flores on this show. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. Reggie continues his Cowboys rewatch. From the 2022 NFL season with Lions, Tigers, and Bears, oh my. Every time. Every time I'm coming into one of these segments, I tell myself I'm going to look over my notes one more time so it'll be fresher. You never do. You never do. See, again, you could take my job. It's right here. Uh Uh-huh. Because here you was trying to clown on the idea that a new show on NBC is coming this fall. It's not. It's facts. When was the last time you saw a good show? Promoted on during in the middle of a football game. Well, I mean, they're I'll promoting wait. it during a football game because no matter how bad the football is in this country, uh, people go down and watch it. Shout out to the Jets and Browns. Yep, watch the numbers come out on this game. No, tomorrow. I'm sure. No, I, I, I'm not saying that that's not true. But what I'm <laughs> saying is that should tell you something is that they're like, we got to put this in front of people in order for them to watch it because <laughs> otherwise, woo, woo, wow, wow. Woo. As it's a <laughs> Hall of Fame jacket ceremony tonight in Canton, Ohio. Demarcus Ware, of course, going into the Pro Football. Hall of Fame, a member of the Dallas Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. You look confused. What's go, what's go, what's going on? Uh, you good? No, I just I, that reminded me that I was supposed to do something. Mm-hmm. And then I, I like how you remember all of these things. Oh, this is how I live, baby. In the like, this, middle of like what you about to brother. present to us in terms of information. Is this how you, is this how you go about your daily business, dude? You would not believe. <laughs> you just start remembering random things That's that you're right. supposed to do in the middle of other things. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. How does that normally work out for you? Uh, it, it's it's tumultuous. Mm. It really feels like flying by the seat of your pants, but I make it work. You need a vision board or something in your house? I'm not doing that. Wow, the disdain in which you looked at that, it said that with. You, do you realize how much work? You know, you know the level of arts and crafts you gotta be. I gotta go to I gotta go down <laughs> you, to Michael's first. That's arts and crafts. I gotta you? go put I gotta, a post-it note on a mirror. I gotta go get some that's Elmer's for you. I gotta go get some El- I gotta get some, it's a some magazines. Note, Rich. You can put it on a mirror. I gotta write. I'm not doing that. Uh, anyways, y'all can I, come, come get his job because he, he needs time to put together his vision board so he can organize his life. So I have been rewatching <laughs> the 2022 season of your Dallas Cowboys and refresh my memory to refresh Woo! your memory and maybe see if there's some things that Ooh, let can me find inform. My notes. Let me see if I can oh find my well, 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 well. I'm not doing the segment. Well, well, well. I'm not doing the segment. You are, so I can look take how my the turntable and find All my right. notes because I'm not presenting the information. You are. Week seven, the, mm-hmm. your Cowboys in, uh, hosted the Detroit Lions. So, you know, obviously just trying to get a better understanding Ooh. of some of the things that happened, a fresh look, remind myself, all those things. Um, There's a play from this game I remember. I can't wait for you to talk about it. Dak back. <laughs> Dak is back, and um, you can yes. see the difference. You can see the distinction. However, one thing that is not changing from Cooper Rush tenure to Dak Prescott tenure, and I was happy to see again, they're still utilizing the play-action boot. So, like – my memory must must have been sneaking up the joint because I felt like, man, it just they just did not use this enough. They did. They utilized the play action boot a good amount, and it was very helpful. It was very useful. It's still there. In fact, I wrote a note immediately, like maybe first play, second play, it came out with a play action boot. It was an incomplete pass to Noah Brown, but still glad that it's there. Um, Lucky for you, I've got my notes from that game. Oh God, mm-hmm. you be taking detailed notes, copious too. notes. That's that sounds terrible. <laughs> 
By the way, that was the first note I had. Play action bootleg, rolling out to his left for Prescott, tried to hit Noah Brown. The ball was high, juggled it twice before he dropped it on the first play on first and 10. Yes, definitely remember that. Uh, another thing that you, I could say this a whole bunch of times, Aiden Hutchinson is good as football. Guys like, uh, in, I, I mean, Terrence Steele, wasn't, he didn't cover himself in glory here. Some of it, obviously, is he didn't play incredible, but also some of it is like Aiden Hutchinson was eating, Aiden Hutchinson was eating his lunch, and rightfully so. Like that was defensive player of the year, or uh, sorry, defensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, he was very good, particularly off the edge. In fact, he hit uh, Terrence with this mean spin move at one point during this game. Like I'm sorry, correct, it was Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner won defensive rookie of the year. Oh, Aiden was second in defensive rookie of the year voting, right? Yes, I believe okay, so. my bad. Mm-hmm. My disrespect to Sauce Gardner. Don't I apologize Sauce out on here that. Now. And again, reminding you, I feel like I'm doing this on purpose. You can always come and get my job. It's not <laughs> you're giving them good reason to come get there it tonight. Now, no, I'm um, just the I'm defense, just D- Detroit defense was actually showing a good amount of uh, heavy defensive fronts early. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they were getting on offense, and I know this is not supposed to be a Lions thing, but Ben Johnson was calling plays. But the reason why I men- mentioned this. They were trying to make the Cowboys defense account for multiple things. If you're just like, if you're in a run look and you run the ball, the Dallas defense actually was not bad at stopping that early on in the season. If you're in a pass look and you pass the ball, Dallas defense was going to shut that down. If you made them consider misdirections, counters, multiple things, run pass options, that's when you had an opportunity to beat this defense last year, at least early, as I'm obviously we're only in week seven. Mm-hmm. And you saw that. They were doing that with, you know, run the football. They were using motion, those types of things, uh, to make it so that, you know, the Dallas defense had some issues. So Ben Johnson doing his job as the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. And keep that, keep that in mind as we go go through the next few weeks of this season, because I want to see how other teams took that film and built upon it against this Dallas Cowboys defense. Hey man, um, I actually saw uh, Mike McCarthy earlier today in real life time, talk about Tony Pollard. And the quote, as I look forward just real quick, he said, quote, you have phone uh, phone booth runs, and I like Tony in a phone booth. He's a crease runner. And I saw that quote, and I was like, oh, boy, I've been seeing that all up and down this film, mm-hmm. right? He doesn't need much. You give him a little bit of gap, and he's going to explode through it. And one thing that's nice is that in this game, in the you know week eight game against Chicago, the line was blocking up and giving him pretty decent gaps. In fact, it doesn't have to be a crease. They were getting him pretty decent, and he just explodes through. It really is a pleasure to watch Tony Pollard run the football because he gets into that gap. He explodes through it, and, I mean, it's, it really is. You just see it time and time again. Um, Dak Prescott, one of the differences you saw with Dak Prescott coming back, feathered in a pass really nicely just over a linebacker to Dalton Schultz, and that was like, oh, Cooper Rush wasn't quite doing that. Like these are the instances where you there are see, differences here. You see the differences. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, Dak looked solid in this game for sure. Um, it's interesting because the Cowboys got off to a slow start in this game offensively. Yes. There were some moments that you saw. They sure did. That you mentioned in terms of Dak and some of the passes that he had. And some of that was the defensive front. Like there mm-hmm. was the, the one first one where Aiden Hutchinson announced himself in this game. They was a six on six rush. Right. They had five down linemen and the linebacker come against your five down linemen and your tight end on that play. I don't remember which one. And it was just like blocking all those dudes up one on, you know, hat on hat with Aiden Hutchinson one on one was going to be a tough proposition. But although you will see this in the next, in this game, but more, especially in Chicago, there's a lot of pressure in front of Dak's face. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember that as soon as I started seeing, I was like, Ooh, this happened a lot during the season where pressure up the middle was happening. And that's not what you want as a quarterback at all. That's the least like, that's the, that's the pressure that you like the least is right up in, in your face. Real quick, and two on this in terms of Detroit, you know who was really cooking that game defensively, especially in the first half? Jeffrey, Jeff Okuda. Oh, yes. Jeff Okuda's name came he up a few times. He was all over the place in that first half, which contributed to some of that slow start. 
Cowboys kind of beating themselves a little bit too with some penalties, especially on that first drive in the second quarter where they had a false start, had an illegal block by Noah Brown. There was a lot of things happening that contributed to that slow start for Dallas in the first half there. So I mentioned how the Detroit Lions offense gave them the misdirection and all this stuff to try and keep the Dallas defense busy. Once you flip over to the second half, things change. Five turnovers in the second half. And one of, and there could have been a couple more. Diggs, uh, Trayvon Diggs, actually no, the Trayvon Diggs interception, he just, body control is crazy. It's one of the things that I recall, I wrote down. It's just like, oh man, right? Like he just... He does such a good job at going and finding the football. I know that uh, DQ has talked about him as like running the routes with the wide receivers. It's just incredible to see that. That uh, was my turning point of the game. Yes. That Trayvon Diggs interception. Absolutely. On the first drive of the second half for Detroit, that Diggs interception was massive. It was a weird fumbles game. game. They did put the ball on the ground, Detroit, in some weird ways. But hey, you're not going to apologize for that. Um, and yeah, it, it really was just once Detroit was forced to throw, Dallas could blow them up. Now take it to Chicago, which was an interesting game where, hey, man, Tony Pollard shows here. Oh, boy. 131, Ooh. if I remember, 133. I think that was, was that the three-touchdown game? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. And this was this was the embodiment of mm-hmm. running in the crease, running in the gap, right? And not just getting into the crease and the gap and then making a dude miss in the crease and then keep going. Like, Tony Pollard showed out, right? Like, these two games, this little recap that we're doing right now, is the one that should make you feel comfortable. Tony Pollard can be the bell cow, right? Like, week eight was without Ezekiel Elliott. So you had Tony Pollard, and you know who backed him up? You remember? Malik Davis. Oh, that's right. Okay. And I wrote I down specifically, yeah. Malik Davis has looked perfectly passable in this game. And what? as a backup running back, I don't know that you need much else besides perfectly passable. Right? Well, he's like, had his opportunities. He's been good. And so, and I'm look, I'm not saying the Chicago defense was the best. Don't get me wrong. Um... But like when it came down to it, those guys looked good running the football. And I was like, okay, this 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 brings the level of trepidation, the level of concern down, seeing that game in particular. Hey man, uh the Cowboys did start early with slants, posts, and they were just getting inside of these guys. Mm-hmm. And you found you saw the connection. And those led to a weird interception where Eddie Jackson was playing safety, came down and got in front of C D. And it was like I looked at it in the All-22 view, and I was like, CD was on route to get that, but he tried to skinny it up and go deep, and that feels like the miscommunications that there we were talking is. about there it is. with these guys mm-hmm. throughout the course of the season. Offensively, they were able to get after Chicago. A couple of memorable plays, especially on defense, at least for me, one positive, one negative. The negative, Justin Fields in that running game was Torching yes. the Cowboys and defensively. Some of that was not just Justice Fields. Uh, Khalil Herbert was going off. Dave yes. Montgomery was doing a little bit. And s- same thing we're talking about with Detroit. Making them work side to side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Making them account for misdirections and counters. And again, this is one of my favorite things, changing the number on, numbers on this. You're not guarding 10, you're guarding 11. right? Because Justice Fields was tearing their keisters up. But another thing that was allowing them to tear their keepers, keisters up, and this was like a hero ball moment in the worst way, Demarcus Lawrence, and I feel like this happened in another game as well, maybe more than one other game. Demarcus Lawrence, when he should be in contain, trying to go in and get the tackle, mm-hmm. hey, buddy, that's not the most important thing right now. If you if you keep outside leverage, set the edge, make sure that he can't get outside, mm-hmm. phone him back inside, you have a better chance of having your entire team get this tackle because this team rallies to the football really well. Um, there was times where he's you know knife inside and trying to tackle. Now Justin Fields has a whole half of a field to run into, and he can burn, buddy. He's fast. Um, the most it, positive play, I'll say, defensively from that game. Don't tell me it's the one where Michael Parsons just got gifted. Or 
Actually, I kept. I wanted to say he got gifted. I saw that in live. You go back, and I need to give Leighton Van Der Esch his credit. Yes, Leighton Van Der Esch has been running his keister off mm-hmm. on defense, and like he doesn't get enough credit for me because I think also one of the things that we've been talking about in training camp that you've heard on 105 through the fan, the idea of him having the dot on his helmet. I know Dan Quinn when he sat down with Sean and RJ talked about Leighton Van Der Esch's capability to call this defense and his athleticism in, in going and executing. And this is an instance where he just went ripped the football out. And so while I'm like, Micah got a gift, that was created by Leighton Van Der Esch getting to the point that he needed to and right. get his hand on the football. Micah could pick it up and then go and return it back. By the way, speaking of Van Der Esch, apparently going to be working at edge a little bit in certain situations, which we heard a little bit about today. Yeah, allowing him to get downhill is a good thing. Leighton Van Der Esch, in fact, in this Chicago game, was going up and meeting running backs mm-hmm. in the hole in a good way. So like, I think with him, that'll be a good thing. I'm interested, though, in seeing what Damone Clark does in that way because Anthony Barr was a little so-so during this season. I'm interested in seeing when you slide Damone Clark. And, of course, I'll get to see him as I do this rewatch further into the season because he started starting at some point or at least contributing later on in the season. So I'm interested in seeing how he looks at that linebacker spot. And um, I, need to, I need to put up a mea culpa here. Oh. Because I was, I was doing some level of defensive Anthony Brown last year. I'm like, y'all just coming down hard on the other cornerback, and that's a hard job to do when you're across from the dude that don't, nobody wants to throw at. Hey, man, Anthony Brown was getting behind. He was, they, they were getting behind him. A lot. Yeah, man. In fact, like Anthony Brown looked terrible on the last touchdown for uh, Chicago where Cole Komet leaks out and he's supposed to be there and he just completely gets spun around and now he is two steps behind Komet just hauling you know what to get back. And I'm just like, there's been too many moments where I've been like, you know, bad pass, but that dude was behind him or that, you know, just behind him. And it's like Anthony Brown did not uh, do what he needed to do. And I, the one thing about that, I don't say that to like you know be mean to Anthony Brown. Is one to accept where I was wrong because I'm willing to do that, and two to acknowledge that's not going to be the case this year. Try that with Gilly. I dare you, right? <laughs> Stephon Gilmore is not going to be the dude that you go. Well, we can't Woo! go over there to number seven. Let's go over. Nope. Better Woo! find somewhere else to go to. And so I'm very interested in seeing how that goes. And Deron Bland had an interesting, uh, had a good, um, like he got beat and recovered to stop a touchdown. So like. Looking at the cornerback room, it makes me feel even better about this year knowing the cornerback room is chock full of dudes who will get in coverage and knock down ball, knock down a footballs and you know, be on that man and probably give the defensive line more opportunities to get to the quarterback. So get right with Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Terrific stuff from stuff there from the Cowboys Rewatch 2022 as Reg continues that as we lead up to the NFL season. Here for 2023. Speaking of the NFL, going to go around the National Football League, where Jim Ursay spent nearly five times Jonathan Taylor's salary to save this. Next on the Get Right. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. About to go around the National Football League here on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers 105 through the fans to get right for Reggie KG. Appreciate you Football. joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The text line 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, some college football realignment talk as there is a potential new member of the Big 12 on the horizon coming out of what looks like the disintegrating uh, Pac-12. Uh, we'll talk a little college football realignment and why FSU, Florida State that is, is tripping <laughs> currently right now. Uh, at Kevin Gray Sports, at Red Jetta Tool if you want to get at us on Twitter. Larry, let's go around the National Football League as it is back to football, kind of. Not really. Tonight in Canton, Ohio, as the second half is underway, the New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets are up 16-7 to on the fighting Kevin Stefanskis of Cleveland, that being the Cleveland Browns, 16-7 to as the second half gets underway in Canton, Ohio on a Hall of Fame weekend, Pro Football Hall of Fame weekend, of course, where DeMarcus Ware is going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame among several others, including Joe Thomas, Rondé Barber, and others. Oh, do I need to see if Larry has the audio, or do we want to do that in headlines? You want to just save that for later? Of? You know what? No. Okay, you don't. That's fine. I don't. It has something to do with football? It has something to do with DeMarcus Ware in this game. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, let's save that. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, because I don't want people to turn this station off right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll save that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Demarcus Ware. Speaking of Demarcus Ware, you, you'll hear a little bit later on. You probably already have heard. There's a lot of folks who Woo! had because there was people that immediately when it was. Do like, we need to pay it off now? Then I feel no, like, no, no, no. You want to wait? No, I want to okay. wait. But there was you want to savor it. Okay. Yeah. All the right. weird thing is that there was people texting us during the show. Like, <laughs> did you hear that? And it's like, no, no, we didn't. No, and they made it sound like it was like, you know, some let. Oh, never mind. Well, you, yeah, 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 we shouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we continue around the NFL here. Uh, shout out to Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, he's got a one-year, $10.5 million deal that was just reported by the NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. Yannick Ngakwe signed it with the Chicago Bears. Uh, so a good move by Chicago, who's had a really good offseason, uh, acquiring DJ Moore from Carolina uh-huh. to give Justin Fields a weapon. And now they get a nice pass rusher uh, who, of course, last year played with the Indianapolis Colts. Yannick Ngakwe headed to Chicago to go play with Matt Eberflus. And that defense, one year, $10.5 million for the pass rusher. Yeah, I, I went to look at the Chicago Bears' like defensive line, and I was like, uh-huh, I know some of these words. Like, I just don't. Not I know some of these words. <laughs> uh, look, and this, they might, some of these dudes might be good. I legitimately just don't know. I can look at the secondary and be like, oh, okay, Jaquan Brisker, Eddie Jackson, um, Tremaine Ed- Edmonds at linebacker. Like, I know that they got some dudes that can do some stuff, but I'm like, ah, these dudes on the defensive line. So I'm sure that'll help. Uh, there's been a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, variance in the ways that people think the Chicago Bears thing is going to go this year. Um, where do you find yourself? Cause there's some people that are like, yo, they have an opportunity to win that division. Understanding the division isn't super hot. People are kind of putting the lines up at the top. The Vikings obviously still have an opportunity of doing something interesting there, but the Packers, as you know, the perpetual power does not look like, it's necessarily there in that exact same way. And there's some people who are like, hey, watch out. You know, they seem to have a a growth period from Justin Fields. They seem to figure out how to utilize him better. And they made sure to give him a few weapons in addition to this move for a defensive tackle. Where do you or defensive end rather? Where do you find yourself 
with uh, the Chicago Bears uh, experiment in 2023. The NFC North is a sneaky, intriguing division because you've got the whole Jordan Love experience now. What does he do now stepping in as a starter going into his fourth season with the Green Bay Packers? You mentioned Justin Fields and the intriguing offense that they have there, their ability to run the football, and can he take the next step as a passer? Obviously, Minnesota, I think, is still the favorite in the NFC North with Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson, arguably the best wide receiver in the game today. And then the team that's going to be opening up the NFL season for 2023 in Kansas City, the fighting, biting kneecaps of Detroit and Jared Goff. And if the Lions could build off what they did last year, of course, they went to Green Bay and spoiled Green Bay's chances of trying to make the playoffs despite not being able to have a chance to make it themselves. So the North is an intriguing division. I like Chicago there in the moves. I mean, I just want to see what Justin Jefferson, or excuse me, Justin Fields does as a passer, can he grow? We both warming up because we just throwing we throwing surnames on anybody. Justin and we God knows which one we pull out. It might be Herbert. There you are a it lot might of Justin since so you start kind of running it down, huh? Who's your favorite Justin? Because mine might be Justin Jackson. Oh, that's a good one. Justin Jackson is fun. Are we sticking just in the NFL or just period? Ooh, I was thinking NFL. Yeah, because my favorite Justin right now in the NFL, I would probably go with Herbert because that cat has got a rocket for an arm. He does. <laughs> He's got an absolute rocket for an arm. Uh, and I love watching him throw the football. I like Justin Jackson as a dude, though. Like, I don't know why, for me personally, when I see a dude that's like, oh, he's kind of good at football. And I'm like, oh, like, I like his brain. Like, mm. I like the way that, like, he seems like a good dude with yeah. a, a good brain on him. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that's pretty cool. And he's still with the Lions. That's cool. The Lions got a bunch of running backs themselves. Don't they? Goofy football team. <laughs> Where did this Lions animosity come from? Do you remember during the draft? We were sitting there at the draft party. Oh, I remember. Who who was the linebacker that they took? Some dude from Iowa. Jack Johnson, Jack Sox, something like that. Somebody. And then they before that, they took the— Jack Sox, a tennis player. Don't come at me. It was a joke. Wow. Uh, And they took the running back. Who was the running back? Jameer Gibbs Gibbs. from Alabama. Jameer Gibbs is going to be fun, though. I mean, he is going to be good. He's going to be fun. He's going to be fun. Like the the draft, the the draft. <laughs> it was value. goofy at the time when they took him. Yeah, the draft value wasn't there, but nope. it's going to be fun to watch. It will be um, fun to watch them. Um, ben Johnson, as you mentioned a little bit earlier, still the offensive coordinator there, doing some things in Detroit, doing some things. Speaking of goofy, uh, we go to Indianapolis. Where did you see this story out of the New York Post? Boy, today? did I! I sure did. So, Colts owner Jim Irsay. That's right. Is planning on spending, check this out, Larry, $20 million to transport a large killer whale. Um, sir, we prefer to call them orcas. Across the United States from a small enclosure in Miami where she has lived for 53 years to her original home in the Pacific Ocean. Ursay would send the 8,000-pound orca named Lolita mm-hmm. back to a 15-acre netted area in the Puget Sound off Washington State mm-hmm. where her pod still lives. So, yes, boys and girls, that means Jim Ursay is willing to pay nearly five times the amount of money to transport an orca whale than to pay... His running back and Jonathan Taylor. Well, I don't know why you're surprised by this. People who are filthy rich, like wild wealthy. Do goofy things with money. All the time. Yes. All get- the time. In addition to that, though, with that being said, I kind of applaud Jim Mercy here. He probably gets a tax write-off on that or something. That's probably, man, you speaking truth right now. Um, he probably does. Uh, this, this, I, I. 
put this in the billionaire uh, owner. I put this in the in the container of humanitarian work. And you want to know why? Why? Listen to me. I'm about to tell you something. Um, I saw. Have you been reading the news and hearing how these orcas, otherwise known by uh by negative media as killer whales, have been taking people's ships down? They've been bandying together. To trying to get us out of here. My wife tried to present this to me. They've the been trying other to day, get us out of here, boy. And she said, We're not going nowhere near no damn ocean Look, right now. man, they working together. <laughs> That's what they she clicking said. up. And what what it sounds like uh, Jim Mercer is doing, like, look, <laughs> I'm here to help. I'm on your side. <laughs> we gonna get you to your home, baby girl. <laughs> not baby girl. She's 53. You gonna be good. Okay. You know, Miss Lolita, we're gonna make sure you get back there to the There you pod. go. Put some respect on her name. We're gonna get you get you back to the pod. We're gonna get you a, a first first class flight over there too. Uh, They're gonna get you snacks. Definitely and first some class. Cookies, yes. Maybe a mimosa on the way over there. We're gonna make sure you're good. I'm gonna put all the money down. A mimosa Just make sure. For the orca. Make oh, sure wow. that, you know, when you get to your homies, tell them to, you know, knock that off. And you know what? I support it. So you think he's doing us a favor? Yeah. I mean, not intentionally, because when do rich people do that? But um, <laughs> In a way, I think that he is <laughs> said no one ever kind of doing us a, a favor. I know if I'm Jonathan Taylor right now and I see this piece of news come across my Twitter feed. Oh, that's a great point, Doc Barry. Maybe Jonathan Taylor should start ramming, ramming into yachts. <laughs> I think he could. Have you seen Jonathan Taylor run? Yeah. He runs aggressive. He's a big boy. Yeah, run yeah. him into a yacht. See what happened to that yacht. Yeah, but if I'm looking at uh, Jim Mercer, I'm like, hey, dog. Y'all saw that million over here, okay? Or get me out of here. The other thing. Maybe get me out of here. Jim Irsay, saving planet Earth one whale at a time. Uh, as we continue here, finally, in the National Football League around the said NFL. Y'all see this story? What's from, that? From the Tennessee Titans today? I di- I, I'm so fascinated <laughs> by it. I, and the problem is I didn't go and dig deeper into it, but I'm so fascinated. I think it's the story that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the Tennessee Titans cut right tackle. There you go. Jamarco Jones. After what was a second altercation this week, Mike Vrabel got sick of Jamarco, uh, Jamarco Jones' stuff because he start, tried to start several fights, including trying to pick a fight, check this out, mm-hmm. with arguably, with all due respect to Aaron Donald, which he still is, uh, one of the best defensive tackles in all of football, he tried to pick a fight with my man Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. And what you don't do, Mr. Jones, is try to pick a fight with the best defensive player on your football team. But he's a, he's offensive lineman. That's what they be doing. What you don't do, Mr. Jones, is pick a fight with arguably not just the best player on defense, maybe the best player on your football team, save Derrick Henry. That's But that's that's what they be doing. Like, offensive linemen and defensive linemen be fighting. And what happened to him today? I mean, he got cut. Thank you. The, the weird thing about it for me, though, I was like, yeah, he was slotted to be the starting right tackle. Like, he was started to, I understand not the starting left tackle, right? That would have been really problematic. But he was started, slotted to be one of your starting tackles. Um, and You mean to tell me? This cat lost a starting job. That's right. Because he decided to get there like a dummy and start trying to pick fights and pick one with Jeffrey Simmons. Now, mind you, I don't know if he was going to maintain that starting job because last year's starter, Nicholas Petit Frere. Yes. Uh, he's serving a six-game suspension for uh, violating the league's gambling policy. Hey, that's topical. Um, hmm. But, like, he had six games to be the starter. 
and he is just no longer so like I mean obviously multiple fights right like that's clearly something different because it's not like they didn't talk to you after the first one Bubba but um I just find that interesting that they they were not zero so they were like they were so zero sum in that way they were like it does not matter we getting you out of here and we will figure out the right tackle situation going forward and I'm like oh okay so uh maybe there is some you know there is some we we care about other uh, things other than winning with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I try. To, I see what you're trying to do there. Four six nine in terms of saying you got to love that dude. Uh, Cowboys need some thug. Pick him up. That's what you want. First of all, I'm not gonna refer to him as a thug. I'm not gonna do that. That's uh, a good point. But number two, hey man, I don't care how much you got in terms of intensity. What I'm not about to do is go pick a fight with that dude who may cost me my job. Also, the tough thing about not doing it, it, right? Like, there's the intensity, but then there's the other side of it where it's like undisciplined, and that's that's the type of stuff that you can say that you like until you start getting yellow flags for it. Uh huh. And then y'all be going crazy about that. Hey, get his ass off this football team! So yeah, let's 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 kind of keep that undisciplined. I just found it interesting that he was supposed to be the starting right tackle, and they outright cut him. Like that that is a that is goofy. a level that is a level of That's a level of goofy that you decisiveness do. from the Titans that I was not entirely anticipating. Goodness but, gracious. Sorry to that man. <laughs> That's your trip around the National Football League. Right here on the Get Right. Coming up next, speaking of goofy Florida State, uh they had some interesting things to say about possible realignment and there is another team from the disintegrating Pac-12 who may be on their way to join Dion in the Big 12. Who that school is, we tell you next on the Get Right. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.